Good day, everyone. Welcome to Locked On ACC. It is April 22nd, 2020. I am Brian Wilmer of FBSchedules.com and College Hoops Digest. We are into day two of our breakdown of ACC football schedules for the fall, spring, whatever it may be. And as you can tell by what you hear behind you, today we will look at the defending ACC champion, Clemson Tigers. Tell you who they're playing, when they're tentatively scheduled to play them, and all you need to know about their club. Before we do, though, you can contact the program on Twitter. We are at LockedOnACC. Via email, we are LockedOnACC at gmail.com. If you want to follow me individually, I am at Sports Matters. I would love to have any and all feedback you have. Speaking, by the way, of feedback, there was a comment after the Boston College show that it would be good if we could get into more depth chart conversation. We kind of have some of that, but with spring being what spring has been, we don't really have a full depth chart for a lot of these schools. There are, there are a lot of position battles that are still unsettled, so we'll talk all we can. However, just keep in mind that with our spring being disrupted and everything being turned upside down, what we talk about now may not be what we talk about in the fall or next spring or whenever they play it. On now to Clemson. As you know, they finished last year 14 and 1, second in the AP poll, 9 and 0 in ACC play. They averaged almost 44 points a game. They beat Ohio State in the Fiesta Bowl 29-23 and then fell in the National Championship 42-25. Very high expectations for this year's version of the Tigers, but they will look very different. Let's talk about some of those differences that you'll see on the field for the Tigers this year. First of all, if you look at the receiver position, there are a lot of different guys that will line up at receiver this year. Joseph Nagata, Justin Ross, Frank Ladson back from last year's club, along with Amari Rogers, but no T. Higgins, which hurts. No DeAndre Overton, even though he wasn't a significant contributor, he still provided that veteran presence at the receiver position. Now, if you want to start talking about where things look really different, look along the line. No Tremaine Ankrum. No Gage Cervenka, no John Simpson, all of those guys gone, all of them expected to likely be NFL draft picks. No Kayvon Wallace in the defensive backfield, no Isaiah Simmons, which is a big-time loss. A lot of different names for Clemson this year. Now, granted, don't weep for Clemson. They've recruited incredibly well, and they've got enough back there to account for any losses they may have had, but missing those guys will hurt. It'll particularly hurt along that offensive line, because you're going to see a lot of guys that haven't gotten a lot of time behind those three veterans. You have Jackson Carmen at left tackle, who will help, because he'll keep Trevor Lawrence clean, but keep an eye on that offensive line. John Simpson, a massive presence at left guard for Clemson during his career there. Gage Cervenka, one of those offensive utility players along the line who just got it done wherever he was. Tremaine Ankrum, another massive tackle. Just keep that in mind. The loss of T. Higgins also significant for this Clemson club. Another thing that might not be as significant, but it's something on which to keep an eye, if you look behind Trevor Lawrence, last year, Chase Bryce was back there. And Chase Bryce loomed large in a couple of appearances last year. But no Chase Bryce as he's headed on to Duke, and we'll talk about Duke Friday. But behind Trevor Lawrence now, you have Tyson Pomachon, very athletic quarterback, very intriguing quarterback, but doesn't have that presence that Chase Bryce had back there yet. 
spring would have helped him. We would have seen a lot more about him since we didn't have spring. Who knows? But the backup quarterback position, the receiver position, and definitely the line and the linebacker and the defensive backfield positions, along with Simmons and Kayvon Wallace, Tanner Muse gone. Keep an eye on those spots for the Clemson Tigers. Now let's get into their schedule as we start talking about Clemson in 2020. Clemson, as most ACC clubs will, starts off with an ACC contest. They will travel to Atlanta for a Thursday night tilt, September 3rd as of right now. They will take on the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Georgia Tech last year, 3-9, 2-6 in the ACC. Yellow Jackets scored just 200 points last year. They scored 16.7 a game, allowed 32.4. Clemson beat them 52-14 last year in Death Valley, as you'll recall. Clemson, Clemson 29 first downs in that game. They ran for 411 yards and five touchdowns. 18 of 30 through the air, 221, 632 total yards for Clemson in that game. Tigers committed three turnovers. That was something that I think a lot of people were concerned about at first, particularly seeing Trevor Lawrence throwing two picks. Didn't really turn out to matter much. Lawrence, 13 of 23 in that game, 168, a touchdown, two picks. Travis Etienne ran 12 times for 205 yards and three touchdowns, caught a pass, Lynn J. Dixon played a lot of that game. A lot of Clemson's backups got a lot of run. Dixon, eight carries, 64 yards, and a score in that game. So Georgia Tech opens the season for Clemson. Week two, Louisville comes calling. And you'll recall Louisville last year for Dabo Sweeney famously making a player ride the bus back with the managers after that game. This time Louisville making that trip over to Clemson. Saturday, September 12th. Louisville last year, 8-5, and 5-3 five, five and three in the ACC. We talked on Monday's show about how they had nearly an even points for and points against last year. Clemson last year won 45-10 in Louisville. Tigers in that game carried 37 times, 298 yards, three touchdowns, threw it 22 of 33 for 253, three touchdowns, two picks, 551 yards of total offense for Clemson in that contest. Another concern with turnovers, two turnovers for Clemson in that game. Again, it didn't really matter, but you don't want to see a team, especially an elite team like this, turning the ball over as much as they did. Trevor Lawrence in that game, 20 of 29, 233, three touchdowns, two picks. The real story was what Clemson did with Louisville's quarterbacks last year. Malik Cunningham and Evan Conley split time. Both of them went four of 11, Cunningham 63 yards, Conley 44, each got picked. So with a Louisville club that showed a lot of offensive prowess last year, Clemson limited them quite well. ETN in that game, 14 carries, 192 yards, and a touchdown also caught four balls for 35 yards. Week three, Akron visits Clemson, the first time they've ever met. All you need to know really about Akron last year, 0-12, 0-8 in the MAC East. It's a Division I game, barely. And week four, by the way, about... uh, Akron, before we move on, 126 points for the entire season last year. Gave up 435. Let's quickly move on from that. Week four, Virginia visits Clemson. Cavaliers head to Memorial Stadium off of a 9-5 season last year. 6-3 in the ACC. The Tigers and Cavaliers matched up in last year's ACC championship in Charlotte. And Clemson 
drilled the Cavaliers. Not that anybody needs to remember if you're a UVA fan. 62-17, the final there. Clemson, 38 carries, 211 yards, four touchdowns, 21 of 29 through the air, 408, four more touchdowns, 619 yards of total offense for Clemson. Trevor Lawrence in that game, 16 of 22, 302, four scores. Travis Etienne ran 14 times for 114 yards and a touchdown. One thing that you have to be concerned about if you're a UVA fan in this game, you were that ineffective last year against Clemson. You have no Bryce Hall. You have no Jordan Mack. Ouch. So there's a quick look at weeks one through four for the Clemson Tigers. Again, to remind you of their schedule for next year, weeks one through four, Thursday, September 3rd at Georgia Tech, Saturday, September 12th, home for Louisville, Saturday, September 19th, home for Akron, and Saturday, September 26th, home for Virginia. We'll get into the second portion of Clemson's schedule coming right up. You're listening to Locked On ACC. Back in a minute. Welcome back to Locked On ACC. We are discussing the Clemson 2020 football schedule as we continue our look in partnership with FBSchedules.com at the ACC 2020 football schedules. Reminder, Duke coming up Friday, and we are going in alphabetical order for those of you looking for your school and when they'll appear. Just keep an eye out for your school's letter. Now to the second four-game segment of Clemson's schedule. That starts Friday, October 2nd. The Tigers make a trip to Alumni Stadium in Chestnut Hill. They'll take on Boston College. Last year, BC took a 59-7 whipping at the hands of Clemson in Death Valley. Clemson 36-10 in first downs. Clemson ran the ball 44 times, 302 yards, three touchdowns, held BC to 97 rushing yards on the same amount of carries. Tigers 25 of 36 through the air, 372, four touchdowns, 674 yards of total offense for the Tigers. Trevor Lawrence, 16 of 19 in that contest, 275, three touchdowns. Travis Etienne, 16 carries, 109, three touchdowns. Also hauled in three passes for 33 yards. On now to Saturday, October 10th, and really an intriguing contest because there's a lot of heat between these two teams. We don't really know what we're going to see out of this team. Brand new coach, a lot of new personnel. Clemson heads to Dope Campbell Stadium in Tallahassee. They will take on Mike Norvell's Florida State Seminoles. Florida State last year, 6-7, in the ACC. They scored 363 points, gave up 362. Last year, Clemson throttled them as well. Clemson with 31 first downs against the Seminoles last year. Ran it 53 times, 320 yards, two scores. 24 of 38 through the air, 232, three touchdowns, a pick. Clemson with two turnovers. They forced four. Lawrence last year in that game, 17 of 25, 170, three touchdowns and a pick. Travis Etienne, 17 carries, 127 for the Tigers in that significant victory. NC State next on the slate. That will take place Saturday, October 17th. That in Death Valley. State last year, 4-8, and 1-7 in the ACC. Scored just 265 points. Only 10 of those came against Clemson last year. Tigers 55, Wolfpack 10 in last year's contest. Clemson 27 to 13 in first downs. They ran the ball 41 times, 246 yards, five touchdowns. It's starting to sound like a broken record. 25 of 36 passing, 303, three touchdowns, 549 yards of total offense for the Tigers against the Wolfpack. NC State 
held the 290. State still tried to run the ball. They ran the ball 31 times for 124 yards and a touchdown. Didn't really much matter, though, as Clemson got the best of NC State as it did most of its opponents last year. Trevor Lawrence, 20 of 27, 276, three touchdowns. ETN, 14 for 112 and two touchdowns. Also grabbed three passes for 31 yards and a score. And then there's the final game of this four-game segment. And last year, not so much, but you'll recall that Clemson has not exactly fared all that well against Syracuse. They've had some ugly games against the Orange last year, notwithstanding. Now Syracuse makes the trek to Death Valley. Syracuse 5-7 and seven last year, 2-6 and six in the ACC. Dino Babers Club 339 points for 368 against. Clemson won 41-6 last year when the two teams faced off. Clemson 24-11 in first downs. They held Syracuse to 15 yards rushing on 42 carries last year. Clemson, meanwhile, ran the ball 29 times for 221 yards, two scores, 23 of 42 in the aerial attack, 391, three touchdowns, two picks. For the Tigers, who racked up 612 yards of total offense, Syracuse, meanwhile, just 187. The Orange also committed nine penalties for 85 yards in that contest. Trevor Lawrence, 22 of 39, 395, three touchdowns, two picks last year. Travis Etienne against the Orange, another ho-hum game for him. 14 carries, 76 yards. Didn't really play the entire game. T. Higgins, though, went off in that game. Seven catches, 150 yards for the now NFL-bound wide receiver one. Clemson closes out this segment with an off day. That off day coming on Halloween. The Tigers off Saturday, October 31st. So that four-game segment, if you're breaking down the Tigers season into four-game pieces, Friday, October 2nd at Boston College. Saturday, October 10th at Florida State. Saturday, October 17th, NC State comes calling. And Saturday, October 24th, Syracuse visits Death Valley before an off day, Saturday, October 31st, Halloween Day. So we've given you eight games on the Clemson schedule, four more remaining. We'll tell you about those four right after these messages. You're listening to Locked On ACC. Back in a second. Back now for more Locked On ACC. It is April 22nd, 2020. We are breaking down the Clemson schedule. Again, Duke coming up Friday. And more of these as the weeks go along. Time now for the final segment of Clemson season. And it starts off with a big one. Saturday, November 7th, Clemson making the trek to Notre Dame Stadium. They will take on Notre Dame. That almost assuredly a 7.30 p.m. kick over NBC. Notre Dame last year, 11-2, finished 12th in the nation, 478 points for for the Irish, 233 against, so well over, well, actually almost 37 a game, giving up 18 a game roughly. Only four games between these two in history, but you'll recall the most recent one, the one played in an absolute rainstorm. I say most recent, but recent one played in an absolute rainstorm. Clemson 3-1 in four all-time games against the Irish. The first one coming back in 1977 when legendary Clemson SID Emeritus Tim Beret was venturing from Notre Dame to Clemson. Clemson's won all three cents in 1979, 2015, and 2018. 
So Tigers and Irish on national TV in primetime, that's a game you probably want to circle. And that'll tell us a lot about both of those clubs. We At this point, we should probably expect Clemson to be undefeated, maybe one loss. Notre Dame, maybe the same thing. But that's going to be a fun one to watch. And <laughs> I'm going to tell you, that's not the final out-of-league game that Clemson has, obviously. But if you're going to have an out-of-league game, that's one to have. So November 7th, Clemson at Notre Dame. The one you'll see the following week, maybe not so much. The Citadel brings their triple option attack across the Palmetto State. They will take on Clemson Saturday, November 14th. Bulldogs last year, 6-6, 4-4 and in the SoCon under Brent Thompson. But this is a Citadel club that has gotten some things done against an ACC club recently. You'll recall last year, the Citadel ventured to Atlanta and beat Georgia Tech at its own essential game. Citadel 27, Georgia Tech 24 in overtime in Bobby Dodd last year. I don't know that I'd expect that to happen here, but this is a club from the SoCon that has done this before. Back into league play for the Tigers' penultimate contest in the fall. Saturday, November 21st, Clemson ventures up I-85. They will take on the Wake Forest Demon Deacons at BB&T Field in Winston-Salem. The Deeks last year, 8-5, 4-4 and in the ACC. Again, we talked about defensive concerns being Wake's primary thing. The fact that they'll lose Jamie Newman doesn't help. But then look back at last year's contest. Clemson won that game 52-3. Clemson, 26 first downs. Wake, 5. Wake ran the ball 37 times for 64 yards, threw it 6 of 14 for 41 and 2 picks, 105 yards of total offense for the Deeks last year. Meanwhile, Clemson ran it 38 times, 168 yards, 2 scores, 26 of 35 passing, 348, 5 touchdowns and a pick, 516 yards of total offense for Clemson in that contest, and another big day. For Trevor Lawrence, while Jamie Newman, not so much. 6 of 14, 41 yards, 2 picks for the now Georgia quarterback. Trevor Lawrence, meanwhile, 21 of 27, 272, 4 scores. Travis Etienne, 16 carries, 121 yards, and a touchdown. Caught 3 passes, 37 yards. And then, there's the big one. South Carolina, Saturday, November 28th. The Gamecocks venture over to Death Valley. South Carolina last year, 4-8, and 3-5 and five in the SEC. Some interesting things going on in Columbia, though. They, they seem to have found their quarterback in Ryan Helinski. There's some good young talent there. How much of it can compete with Clemson, we'll see. But the Tigers, as you likely know, won last year's affair, 38-3. Another drubbing on the offensive and defensive sides. Again, consider who's gone, though. Clemson 31st down, South Carolina 9. Clemson ran the ball 40 times, 211 yards, 2 touchdowns. 28 of 43 passing, 316, 3 touchdowns. 527 total in offense for Clemson. South Carolina, meanwhile, 26 carries, 69 yards. 16 of 27 passing, 105 and a pick. 174 yards of total offense for the Gamecocks in last year's game. Trevor Lawrence, 26 of 36, 295, 3 scores. 
ETN, 15 carries for 51 yards, two touchdowns before he got the rest of the night off. Lynn J. Dixon took over for him, 12 carries, 60 yards. And then there was Justin Ross, nine catches, 111 yards in last year's game. And T. Higgins caught three for 101, those two combined for three touchdowns. So there you have it. The end of your Clemson schedule for next year and those final four games. Tell you what, let's just tell you the whole schedule just to recap it. Thursday, September 3rd at Georgia Tech to kick it off. Louisville at home Saturday, September 12th. Akron at home Saturday, September 19th. Virginia winds down a three-game homestand for the Tigers Saturday, September 26th. Then Clemson hits the road for two at Boston College Friday, October 2nd, and at Florida State Saturday, October 10th. Saturday, October 17th, a two-game homestand starts for Clemson. NC State in on October 17th. Syracuse there October 24th, off on Halloween Day. Then we go road home, road home. November 7th at Notre Dame. November 14th, the Citadel at home. November 21st at Wake Forest. And November 28th, home for South Carolina to close the regular season. Again, the ACC Championship, Saturday, December 5th, that in Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. And as we wind down this program, we did this the other day, we'll do it again here, taking a look at the over-under, according to Caesars. The over-under has Clemson at 11 going into next year. Considering they're playing 12 games, hmm, at Georgia Tech should be a win, Louisville Good game, but probably a win. Akron should be an absolute whipping. Uh, Virginia should be a better game, but Clemson probably wins that. At BC, they should win. At Florida State, closer than you'd expect, but they should win. NC State should be a win. Syracuse should be a win. You you see a pattern here? We're starting to get into this. At Notre Dame is the one potential tripping spot for them, I think. That's the one spot where they may end up getting bitten. I'll say they win it, but that's going to be the best test they see all year. Uh, The Citadel should be a win at Wake Forest. I I like Wake Forest talent. And if it comes down to a kick late, they've got the best kicker in the league. I'm not willing to accept any arguments on that. But Clemson, veteran, tested. If they can block this year, they should win that game. And then South Carolina, they're going to be tuned up for that game as they always are. Again, close, but I think they win that one. So they could very easily get to that 11, if not 12, when you start breaking down Clemson's schedule for this year. And if they do, the same thing's going to come up for them that always seems to come up. It came up all the time last year. If you listen to any national podcasts or any national shows, the first thing that comes up, well, the ACC sucks. Clemson didn't play anybody. They didn't play nobody, Paul. That's going to be the thing, I guarantee you. So just prepare yourself for that. Steal yourself for that. If you're a Clemson fan, an ACC fan, whatever else, if they have another year like they did last year, it's not going to matter if they go 12-0 and and win every game by 100 points. The narrative is still going to be the ACC sucks. Clemson didn't play anybody. So just prepare yourself for that. So there's your look at Clemson, and that winds down today's episode of Locked on ACC. Again, if you want to contribute anything, whether it be an email, a voice memo, whatever else, you can certainly do that. You can tweet us at LockedOnACC. You can email us, LockedOnACC at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter individually. I am at Sports Matters. And again, coming up on Friday's program, we'll break down the Duke Blue Devils 2020 schedule, give you a look into the new club led by former Clemson Tiger Chase Bryce. Until Friday, 
will remind you to listen to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, along with all the other great offerings we have as part of Locked On. We'll see you Friday. I'm Brian Wilmer from fbschedules.com. Take care.